1: Welcome to Talking Giants presented by John Boy Media. I'm your host, Bobby Skinner, here with my co-host, Justin and We have our last regular season preview pod of the year, Justin, and it's a little different than years past, where this podcast, since Talking Giants started, it is like, okay, who's getting fired? Who's getting fired? Who's staying? Where 2019, me and Danny are talking about how Pat Shermer is going to be fired. We think Gettleman's going to be back and why they, there's it makes no sense to do one without the other. 2020 was like, Dave Gettleman, should he be fired? Even though Joe Judge was uh, likely. And then last year was like, is Joe Judge going to be fired? We didn't think it. Uh, and now we're talking about wrestling players. Justin, how are you?
0: Look at us. Look at how far we've come. Hey, Bobby Skinner, just get me to next Friday show. Get me to next Friday show where you're going to be up in the New Jersey, New York. Not even New, Jersey. New York.
1: I don't think I will really be in New Jersey for the entire no. besides flying into the New York airport.
0: No, but we will. Uh, y- you and I will be live together in person for our preview pod next Friday. Get me to that point, man. Maybe even live stream it on YouTube. We'll talk about it. But still excited to see some Giants football this Sunday. Uh, just hoping that we don't get blown out like the first time. But even if we do, there's obviously a conversation about resting starters. Do you put? You know, do you play Tyra Taylor? Do you play your bench guys? Where the result of this game really doesn't matter in hindsight.
1: We also have the Tony Award. So this is, this Ooh. is, this is not a throwaway pod. So we have the Tony Award coming up, uh, later. Uh, and then obviously segments with Danny King, last spread picks of the year. Uh, first, and I forgot to tell you this pre show, Justin. Sure. Uh, even though this is not the last preview pod of the year, it's, it is, it's the last regular season. I always set out on this podcast to say to our listeners a sincere thank you. Like this season has been a lot of fun. It's not over. It's it's, it's just beginning. No, not but, over. You know, every year it's it's cool to see. Like you know, the year as the year winds down, uh, how you know the the community's grown. I mean, we're getting ready to do a watch party where we're you know probably gonna have over a hundred people there. Um, you know, where it's like you know three years ago that sounded insane. Like yep. three years ago, we we got a thousand subs- uh you know downloads. That was cool. Now it's you know we're we're at this point so. The listeners have been awesome. The live streams we've been doing this week have been fun too. So i just I just want to thank all of our listeners.
0: Yeah, and even for you know, also I I give a I always give a shout out to like the people that show up at tailgates, uh, people that you know show up to games, and people that showed up to the Candlewick Diner. And like when we do things in person, it always it always reminds me of the community that we have. But you know for all the people that maybe just don't interact with us every day, every once in a while on social media, you know, we, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate you sticking it, sticking it out with us, even when this team was bad. And, you know, now we get to celebrate that this team is good and they're headed to the playoffs and you know, there, there's going to be a week 18 game. that's basically irrelevant. We're going to rest some of our starters and, you know, gear up, rock and roll and, I think going to Minnesota unless the NFL does some does some funky stuff. So but we'll you know we'll play that hand and we'll talk about it as the news comes. But right now we're
1: going to Minnesota and we're gonna beat their ass. Yep. But we still gotta play these damn dirty Eagles. The Eagles. We're going to disgusting Philadelphia to play the disgusting Eagles. But you know who's not disgusting, Justin? Mm. Nick Lodato. Not Philado, but Nicholas Lodato. Dan Holton. One of my best friend's name was holding. This Patreon has a this this next guy has a special place in my heart. His name is Joe Riley. But Bobby, why what does is, what is that? Yeah. We me and my brother prank called O'Reilly O'Daparts all the time asking for Joe Riley. O'Reilly's. We would say, Where's where's Joe Riley? And this is really not that funny when I explain it out loud, but Joe Riley, just know you have a place in my heart. Um Next, we got David Calderon, Jose Calderon's brother, Al uh, Blosies. He's blazing. And then just Ron, regular old Ron. Justin, who are these people?
0: Ron, plus some other great friends. When the patreon.com slash talking giants, there's some tears. You know about them. Hang out with us while we record the shows on Sundays for post game. Bobby Skinner sends you some stickers, magnets in the mail, and there's some shirt raffles. And we just dropped some new shirts on the store as well. Some playoff shirts, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau shirt, and an updated Daniel Jones Danny Dime shirt, which looks pretty sick too. Patreon.com slash Talking Giants. Thanks for our patrons. We love you. All
1: right, Justin. The Eagles, though. Let's talk Giants specifically, though. Starters or not. We talked about it on the Mailbag podcast. My mind has totally changed. For the most part, and I, you could you could hear it in my voice, like I was kind of like the logical thing is to rest guys. We had we talked with Sean Marash, of, you know, of WFAN, the DA show, um the other day on the live stream, and he he, I want to give him credit because he made some good, compelling points. Everyone brings up 2007, Justin. Well, in 2007, Sean O'Hara and Sean Ma- Sam Madison got hurt. We had to play with out those guys to start the playoffs. We don't have depth on this team. And no, again, that you can 2007
0: say, team had depth, right?
1: Yeah, we don't have the depth. You know, like we can't, we can't afford to lose guys. You know, and then you look at okay, where's another example? We beat Washington in 2016, beat Kirk Cousins, took him out of the playoffs. Ha ha! Screw you. Well, we came out pretty bit damn bad. And then the other one is the the bye week rust because like you know, that's something I talk about in season the bye week, but the this is not a bye week. Okay, the players are still practicing. They are not going on vacation. You know, where a bye week in general is, it's not more time to prepare. It's the same amount of time to prepare for players. It's just you, you literally go, you don't have practice and players go on vacation. Just think about that in your own personal life. When you come on vacation, how it's weird getting back into the swing of things when you come back to work, you know, so, and, and it's the playoffs. Guys are going to be more locked in than they ever will. Like, there's no need for that. And what is one thing we've, con- uh, and I'm hitting all the arguments we've criticized. Well, the main thing we criticized Brian Dable for playing a Dory Jackson, right? It taking an unnecessary risk. Like the reward does not meet the risk is being the Eagles. You know, does that reward meet the risk of possibly losing a guy? And we're already saying to rest certain guys like Aziz Ojalari, Leonard Williams, maybe even Saquon Barkley. So it's kind of either like you're all in or you're all out on, on this, Justin. So if you, if, we're going to play guys who are able to or not play guys who are able to play then you know we should just for the most part you know rest your key players you can't rest everybody cuz then you can't yeah, have just, a roster yeah. but your key players like daniel jones saquon barkley uh dexter lawrence so then here's where you have to start here's where my brain goes to first
0: the offensive line because the offensive line is the unit that protects daniel jones andrew thomas Would be nice to sit him. But I think Evan Neal. He might be the only one you do sit as Andrew Thomas. But Evan Neal is going through some injuries. You know, he had that MCL knee injury. That's why he missed a few weeks. And then he has this shoulder thing that he's like playing through. So you can't. I don't think you can sit both of them.
1: (sighs) That's. Mm.
0: So if you play Andrew Thomas, then. But Evan Neal, I
1: mean, it's not like Evan Neal's killing it out there either. You know, and you do have Matt Parrott and Tyree Phillips, but like, Tyree that's Phillips better than, isn't, that's better than just the Giants' tackle system at some points last season. Isn't Tyree Phillips your second backup for guard? I think all the interior guys should play. You know, I don't think you play the whole backup O line. And then like I st- think I, th- you, I think you. If here's my thing: if Evan Neal, if the injury is not actually like really bothering him, like it maybe was a few weeks ago. I would – Evan Neal would not be my just sit him to sit him. If he's dealing with an injury and you think it's going to help, then sit him. But if it's not, I think Evan Neal should play. Andrew Thomas would be the only offensive lineman I sit. Okay, so Andrew, so you would sit a- Andrew Thomas. Because you can't operate without him. because You can operate without Evan Neal with Tyree Phillips. I think
0: John Feliciano sits too because he's been limited in practice. They, they, they slapped the designation of a back on him. I think he sits. So then you have Ben Bredesen at left guard, Nick Gates at center. Mark Lewinsky at right guard, Neal at right tackle. Then you know, uh, probably it would be Tyree Phillips at at left tackle. So, all right. So then, if Andrew Thomas if Andrew Thomas sits and he does not play, then Tyrod Taylor should and will start the game without a doubt.
1: Oh yeah, Daniel Jones is like the you don't you don't sit guys and not sit your starting quarterback.
0: No, well, no. I'm I, if they sit Evan Neal and they play Andrew Thomas then my brain still goes to what I said on Wednesday's mailbag pod of give it, give it as a challenge to your starters who are playing, right? It seems, but
1: here's the thing is the reports are coming out that they are going to sit. So,
0: okay. So then Daniel Jones doesn't play.
1: Yeah. Daniel Jones. And maybe they play like two drives type of thing, you know, uh, you know that happens a lot of times. Like I remember, even when the Colts were like undefeated, and people were getting mad. But again, mad they're for saying starters.
0: Court. But again, these the, the beat reporters—they're saying the starters sit. Okay, we are—we know that
1: starters are going to sit. Who is going to sit?
0: Now, I don't blame them for not knowing. But Daniel but Jones is going to be one of them. Okay, you
1: know, it's—I it's, think it's like it's essentially your star players. Like Dexter Lawrence probably will sit. Leonard Williams obviously will sit. A guy who I think people would assume would sit that I don't think should though is Kayvon Thibodeau.
0: No, he can't. <laughs> he can't. Why not? Jihad Ward, Timon Fox, and O'Shane Zimenez—like those are three. You know, those those are only your only your three edge rushers that are left.
1: Call up Quincy. You only get two call ups, so it's like, who do you call up? But they're they're not going to sit Kayvon. I wouldn't either. I, I I know he seems like a star right now. He's not a star player yet. Um, he's a, he's a he's a, he's, a, he's ascending, but he is not a star player yet. Right. I would play Kayvon Thibodeau. Would you play Adore? I think Adore Jackson's got to play for a little bit. Maybe not go out here and play from quarter one to four, but he's got to get reps before he goes out there versus Justin Jefferson in the playoffs.
0: Yes, I agree. You got you got to play Adore. You got to play McKinney. Um, and, and again, just treat it like a treat it like a like the third preseason game in a four preseason game in a four preseason season schedule. That's how I would treat it.
1: McKinney, I. I because McKinney's not like a soft tissue injury or anything, I I wouldn't mind sitting McKinney, you know, because it's not like he's gotten out of shape by n- not being able to play the last month and a half. Uh, like, it's just, it's simply the hand. Like, he's able to stay, and you know, nothing simulates being a full going practice and playing games, but he's been able to stay uh, in shape. Um, but here, here's the only argument against this is the Tom Coughlin 07 speech. Like, I and I get that. Like part of me wants it, but to me, the logical reasons to not play guys beat out the the reasons to play. Like the only reason to say that for me, the only thing that's pointing pushing me into the not to the play of the guys is like, hey, this team's probably not going to the Super Bowl. Let's get another game of valuation versus the Eagles. Like let's just play. Like let's let's play. But momentum, I don't know if this it just fits in the situation right now.
0: That team just had way more depth than this team. I don't think you can take you can't take those chances with this team compared to that 07 team.
1: Yeah, and I, I wasn't as in you know I didn't know what guy was on the limited and stuff like then back in 2007, but it's like you're already going to be probably sitting some key guys anyways. Plax.
0: <laughs> Plax was hurt every week, and you know he was he was a weird little play away from you know maybe being out for being out for the season and you know he he was full tilt they played him but still that that the the depth on this team is not is not what that was very i think they're very different situations and also the patriots were on the cusp of history the philadelphia eagles are on the cusp of getting the first seed and a division title it's very very different there yeah nobody's going to remember if the Giants made that bold stake to play their starters against a team that could have won the NFC East, that's the other not thing, a memorable thing.
1: The pushback too is that, but the Eagles are very, much more beatable now for the Giants than they were a month ago. Being Eagles would like confidence is a part of football, you know, and like Evan, that's one reason I want Evan Neal to play. Like this, this team tore your ass up. Let's go out and play. Like you need to play against them again. Like that happened with Thomas versus the Eagles in 2020. Um, so if he's like, if he's close to healthy, I'm playing Evan Neal. So this isn't like a, every single, like, like big, you know, big name. Like, I don't think Kavon should sit. Um, but I'm getting sick and tired of,
0: I've had this internal debate for basically the entire week now. I'm kind of tired of having the conversation of who should sit, who should play. So can we talk about who, who are some players that we're like watching out for?
1: Yeah. I agree with you. the t- this, The topic is kind of boring at this point. <laughs> we spent like 14 minutes on it, um, or 10. The player I am most watching for is Gerard Davis because he has talent. He really does, and he's never put it fully together. But he has talent, and the Giants' linebacker room is very weak. That where if Gerard Davis goes out there and plays like better than what other guys have played at that spot, whether it's Michael McFadden or Jalen Smith, like he could be put in the starting lineup for the playoffs. Like he is the one guy who can go out there and win his like playing time this week. Like I, I need to see Gerard and, but you have to go out there and play him in this defense. You can't just throw him out there uh, in the playoffs. So Gerard no. Davis is somebody who like I've got my eyes peeled on. Like when the defense is on the field, my eyes are going to Gerard Davis every single snap.
0: Yeah, I I one hundred percent agree with you. You know, preventing Dalvin Cook from having a twenty plus yard run against a Minnesota rushing offense that has not been good this year. If you could take that twenty-plus yard rushing game off the board, I think it just changes the game entirely, and it totally makes Minnesota's offense very, very one-dimensional. So I totally agree with you. I'll be watching Gerard Davis. Something that Wink Martindale said uh, during you know one of you know the you know their this week's pressers, and Research Rick, uh, as always, kind of clips this up. He talked about the development of other players, specifically in the safety room that they you know, that they've been able to kind of form up here while Xavier McKinney has been down. So something that I'm very interested to see this week and you know, we're, we saw it last week against the Colts a little bit. How Tony Jefferson is in for some plays. Landa Collins is in for some plays. You know, Jason Pinnock is a guy that they were able to really kind of form up as as the weeks have gone on. He was the main starter when Xavier McKinney was out, and he was that that deep center field safety. So they have some players who can do some fun things. I think Tony you know, Tony Jefferson's a guy that we liked you know, in August after they picked him up from the Ravens. Same thing with Jason Pinnock. Both very, very different kind of players that they can do different things. And if we've talked about how, and we've seen how the Collins can be a playmaker. So how they utilize those three guys, if they even want to utilize Jason Pinnock, um, how they utilize those guys against the Eagles, uh, it'll be interesting to see because I think given the opportunity, any of those three guys can be... Little bit of a difference maker in the playoffs. They have depth in the safety room, which is nice. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's like the one position where it's like you can just bench both starters if you wanted and let them go out there and play. Uh the the other guy on my list was Landon Collins. because like I just want to see him more and more at linebacker. Like maybe some more responsibility at linebacker and, and you see what you got there. Did you have anybody?
0: Um, I have somebody from my giant factor on the offensive side of the ball.
1: Is he a receiver? <laughs> no comment. Oh okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> it'll be it'll be the last time that we'll ever say his name until the day that he's cut. So <laughs> I'm saving
1: well, it. <laughs> well this is, this is going to be a big surprise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's the part of me where I, I hate everything I j- said, t- you know, 5 minutes ago is that this team is more, a lot more beatable, lot more beatable. Lane Johnson is not playing. And Jordan Mailata, Kevon Thibodeau had a lot of success for him. So like if you had our front four going up against this offensive line, it's a hell of a lot better. You know, and Dex played well against those guys anyways. You know, Dex plays well against everybody. Um, you know, and Jalen Jalen Hurts is not going to be running the ball like with that that shoulder injury. He's not gonna be running the ball at the gut. It makes their running game significantly different. Like it it just makes their running game nowhere near as effective. Still can be very effective, but nowhere near. There's just so many things the less you have to account for. Like this all and and then if you had Adore Jackson back on you know have him cover Devontae smith and then you know you kind of bracket over the top on aj AJ brown Brown. yeah like and then you have mckinney who can get side like this is a much more beatable eagles team for the new york giants and again again there is a part i'm letting logic take over and saying the starters the, the key guys need to rest but the football fan in me was like man we could beat this freaking eagles team this go around the first half of that game, that
0: they didn't need to throw it a ton because they were winning very early in the game. But still, through the, even the first half of that game, they were throwing it a ton, throwing it a ton. And he, they were not overall very efficient through the air. They obviously they were had getting that,
1: the third downs and converting. Yeah,
0: basically. they had that big touchdown. Um, you know where Julian Love let that ball go right through his hands, um, to Devontae Smith. And something that was interesting too about Jalen Hurts' spray chart on NextGen, his, his throwing, his throwing spray chart. There was only one pass that was attempted and completed inside the hash marks. Everything else was outside the numbers towards the sideline. And I even saw, you know, Gardner Minshew did a did a little bit of that even last week against the Saints too. We're throwing screens, throwing screens, throwing screens. Devontae Smith, pretty good yards after the catch. And A.J. Brown, one of the best receivers in the league at yards after the catch. So uh, to keep Jalen Hurts a little healthy, to keep him from taking some big hits if Wink Martindale wants to dial up some pressure – I think there's going to be a lot of wide receiver screens this week, and it's going to have to be the Giants' secondary's job to get out there, make the tackle, make the play, and you know prevent some big plays out there.
1: And last note before we get into the Tony Award and bring Danny King on. Uh, Boston Scott, seven games versus the Giants, 83 yards per game, nine touchdowns, a touchdown in every game versus the Giants, 52 games versus other teams, 21 yards per game seven touchdowns. He literally can't... Like, it's going to happen at some point in this game The Boston Scott touchdown. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Um, one If it no- doesn't happen, that's worth celebrating. Like, <laughs> if, if we lose by 45, but after the game, we... You know, Boston Scott didn't score. Like, I'm going to be doing Boston Scott sucks, you know, post. All right, Justin, do we got... Do uh, you got anything else before we go to the Tony Awards? No, I just have one, one more thing about... Jalen Hurts and I. If
0: I'm putting my Eagle fan brain on here for a hot second, I'm looking at some of the sacks that Kayvon Thibodeau's had over the last few weeks. They have. There's been some big hits. This goes back to the first Washington game at home where there was an untouched sack. You know. Well, oh, how did how did how did Taylor Heineke not fumble the ball? That sack. The second Washington game on Sunday Night Football, big hit, and then of course. This past Sunday, another untouched sack that Kayvon Thibodeau had, blindside hit on Nick Foles. If I am the Eagles, I am circling number five, and I'm saying he's largely, he's probably going to come from that left side of the offensive line, right side of the defense. Wink Martindale is going to try and continue to get some untouched pressures, un- untouched hits, untouched sacks on him, on the, the, the opposing offense. They got to shut that shit down. They got to shut that shit down so they
1: can keep their quarterback healthy. Yep. All right. Let's bring Danny King on. Come on. Pay attention in there. Let's go. We got a beautiful day. Work. Play fast. Play fast. Whoa. Ah. All right. Now the moment you've all been waiting for. Happy birthday, Danny King. Happy birthday, Danny King. How are you doing?
2: Thank you, thank you. I'm excited to be here. Uh, yeah, you're 21. Finally, now you guys can uh, listen to a 21 year old talk and not someone who is still very young. But uh, it's excited times, Tony Award times. I think that's the best birthday gift one could get. I get to hear the Tony Award winner.
1: Yeah, I know. For your birthday, you usually like travel somewhere every year. January, yeah. Like last year, yeah. you travel. Last year, I think you went to California. The year before, I remember you did something in Washington D.C. Yeah
2: yeah on I january was, 6th I was, I, 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 I was just hanging around and then like something weird happened where like the whole city yeah shut hanging down.
1: around that's what they all called yeah
2: it. Um, <laughs> i just wanted to say hello to some people but i guess you found yourself in an office i did i don't know how it happened in washington dc i just wanted a quick tour and then apparently i wasn't allowed to be there that was, and a, boom. <laughs> um, and I was a gym
1: so, so happy birthday danny king how are you <laughs>
2: Thank you, thank you. I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited. Uh, obviously, this is all looking forward towards next week, but it's still a, a really interesting game this week. I'm really excited to see how it, it goes because do you want to beat the Eagles just to stick it to them? It's, it's, it's so ex- I'm very excited to see how this game gets played out.
1: Finale. This is this is an important segment. Finale of spread picks. Fantasy draft isn't over yet, but you know we got the Tony Award. Everything.
0: But yes, first. Justin. Danny King saw his first Giants victory oh, that at is home true. since 2018. Oh,
2: that yeah, is true. That is true. For the first time since December 2018 against the Chicago Bears in overtime, I finally was at Medlife Stadium for a win. I haven't heard a new, the New York song by Jay-Z in forever. It was I was honestly emotional. I didn't leave the stadium for about a half hour. I was wow. just standing there watching it all taking. it. as like, I am a winner again. Could have come to the Candlewick Diner. I could have, but you know who doesn't love standing in New Jersey Transit's train line for over <laughs> yeah half yeah. An but hour.
0: congratulations to you that that's your uh, that's your that no that's not your birthday gift. The playoff a playoff victory will be a late birthday gift. That that's that what that's what I want. That's what
1: there I you want. go. All right, let's get to it though. The Tony Award. This is an award that we made up last year to make fun of the beat J- reporters for the Good Guy Award. So you're like, what what is this award? You just listen. It's the not sure if you're a a good person, but best Giants reporter presented by Kadarius Tony Award presented by Talking Giants, or otherwise known as the Tony. Last year, Dan Duggan won it. Like, okay, well, who took second? That guy's going to win, right? Zach Rosenblatt took second. Mm. He's not on the New York Giants beat. So we have a whole... New, like it was anyone's game. There was, there was, you know, people really going for it. So sixteen people got votes this year. I'm not gonna list you everything, but I will say sixteenth was Giant Insider. Congrats! But hey, tough. getting a getting wow. a vote is 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 a accomplishment. You know, this is we are not here to put anyone down. So I will say, congrats to Giant Insider for being sixteenth of sixteen. Are you guys ready for this? I cannot be more ready. So ready. There, there was some controversy. Scandals? Controversy. In third place, friend of the show. Gave myself gave myself some legitimacy. The first person I, I did some writing for in 2019 was for this person. From Sports Illustrated, our good friend Patricia Traina, Patty Trainer. Woo! Congratulations, Patricia on, on third place in the Tony Award. We love you, and you are a friend of the show. Making progress. Now, first place had 189 points. Second place had 171 points. You know, mm. we do a we do a point system of three points for first place, two for second, and then one for first. Now, first place got did get 41st place votes, and second place got 30. So, if, even if we changed the voting system, we would have had the same results um, this year. So by and listen, six six ballots could have changed the course of this. Six people like could have taken someone off their ballot if they did something that you know to either take them off their ballot or put them at their ballot on the top of their ballot. So in second place from ESPN, Jordan Renan. Congratulations. You are second best, Jordan Renan. Congratulations. And in first place. It's not too much drama, because you guys all know who I'm going to say. From the record of North Jersey and USA Today, our good friend, Arch Stapleton, is the 2022 Tony Award winner.
0: Wow! Woo! Wow!
1: We're not sure if you're a good person, Arch Stapleton, but you are the best Giants beat reporter. Presented by Kadarius Tony. Presented by Talking Giants. Congratulations!
2: Wow. What a massive moment for Artie! Easily, I think the biggest accolade of his career. So what so, does he
1: get? So people are asking, what do you win if you win the Not sure if you're a good person, but best Giants reporter. Presented by Kadarius Tony Award. Presented by Talking Giants. What do you win? Well, one you win a media some clown shirt. So a media <laughs> some clown shirt is on the way. You get a twenty dollar <laughs> gift card from Dunkin' Donuts. How about that free ad for those guys, and you get a trophy. Like you, I, I have a, a trophy. So, uh, Arch Stapleton, we are looking forward to seeing the trophy. You know what? I hate to, I hate to, you know, to ask, but you know what? Arch Stapleton does have a podcast. Maybe he should bring us on, and we'll talk about, you know, talk about mm. his Tony Award, and and then we can talk a little Giants football. Mm. Are are you like I, I, I would, I would enjoy doing that. Um, but we will talk with Art soon regardless about uh his tony award so congratulations to our stapleton so we made cha- i th- i decide we're keeping this for the rest yes. of time like this is just becoming we are. a real- I yes. thought this we is- were getting rid of it this is just going to become a real award so technically dan duggan is not eligible uh next year we just like the the good guy award that the meet- the beat reporters do like you can't be eligible until uh three three the third year the third year uh so technically Dan Duggan and Arch Saberton aren't uh, eligible. But I'm thinking about possibly changing the voting system. Mm. To where it's a merit base, not what, what people voting. Where it's like if you break the news of someone being fired, it's ten points. You break a free agency oh. signing, it's eight points. Um you know, you break like, you know, the the news that Danny King broke that, you know, Nick Gates and Ben Bredesen beat in rotation, like game day, that's one point. Wait. Type type stuff. Wait
0: but that's that actually provides legitimacy more legitimacy to the award the media good guy award you don't get bonus points for oh giving a giving a little bit of a nugget to the to the beat here no i just think that it should be the same thing every single year
1: Okay, well, well, we'll discuss it. We have a, we'll we have 365 we have days to discuss this. We And we have a board of people that yeah, we all talk about. This a story, lot of votes so. this year. A lot more votes this year this year than last year. And I want to look dead into the camera. I want to look at you, Jordan Renan. Two weeks ago, Danny King broke the news that Nick Gates and Ben Bredesen would be rotating at left guard. Two weeks ago. And I know for a fact, because you did not credit Danny King when you broke that news, that people didn't vote for you. So you could have won. we listen, Jordan Morant. We are still your friend. We're gonna have you in the van again this year, and we'll talk about it. But I'm, I want you to look me dead in the eye. There's a good chance you win. The, I'm not saying you guarantee you win it, but this would have been a one-two point game if you credited Danny King. You know, we might even put Danny King on the ballot next year yeah. if you don't cre- credit Danny King at some point. And wow. I know Danny King will win this award next year. Like we will turn. I will. T- I will turn Danny King. And to a beat reporter to spite the beat reporters. I will. So just wanted that to be said. But congratulations to Arch Stapleton. Great job. Congratulations Art. to uh you know, Jordan Renan for second, Patricia Trainer for third. Johnson's uh, out for sixteen. Should I just run through the order of of what, what have everything went real quick? All I guess
0: people are people are very invested in this and this only is talked about one day a year. So yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: Okay. Arch Stapleton, Jordan Renan, Patricia Traina. So those are the top three. Fourth, Charlotte Carroll. I think the Dan Duggan uh, uh, influence uh, endorsement helped with that. Yeah. Tom Rock, Kim Jones, Pat Leonard. I think Pat Leonard actually deserves more respect because it's not sure if you're a good person. Like We don't care that he's not a good person. Paul Schwartz, Ryan Dunleavy, uh both tied. Connor Hughes, Bob Brookover, Ed Valentine, Neil Best. He's not even really a beat reporter. But I had no idea who report. he was. Paul detino Daryl Slater, and then Giant Insider. So... Congrats to every one of you, including if you finish 16th. I'm
2: going to push for Tom Rock next year. We'll see. We'll is it see. Tom Rock not on our B-Day? That, that's a whole different. I thought no, he is. He's still technically like, uh, okay. it's, it's
1: not even like, it's not even B-Reporter, it's just reporter. So uh, okay. you can be like a columnist. Basically, work. Basically, if you fall under media some clowns, you are part of it. Okay. And, it's, and people are like, what are you going to name it? No, it's. It's gonna be named about Kadarius Tony. Like people are, there's new when we're doing talking Giants to our fifties, and there's kids they are like, "Who's Kadarius Tony?" And it's like, "Oh, guy, flashing the pan." All right, now that that's over, Danny, what's the weather looking like for Philadelphia?
2: It's actually gonna be nice weather. Like it was nice weather for the Giants game last Sunday. It's gonna be nice weather again in Philadelphia. It could be 45 degrees, uh, very little wind, so that's great. It's gonna be cloudy though. Like partly cloudy, there may be some some, but it's probably gonna be partly cloudy for a good chunk of the game. And obviously, if it now it'll be at four twenty-five, it'll be uh, uh just a cloudy night, a cloudy night at the at that stadium known as the Link, which has not been very kind to us. I hate Philadelphia. I do. I do too. Danny, do we have trivia this week? We do. We do. I thought this was the week I was going to bring out a playoff one, but I was like, no, no, this is still an important game that people will care about. So, which two Giants have 12 solo tackles in a game against the Eagles? So, there are two players, 12 solo tackles. We're not going combined here. Solo tackles in a single game. Versus the Eagles? Versus the Eagles. When did they start counting solo tackles? Um,
0: I'm
1: going to say uh, Blake Martinez.
2: Justin, I will say you don't have to go back like to like the 50s, I will say. <laughs> All right, so the 80s are in contention here, I guess. Um, I'm going
0: to say... I mean, I'll just say Harry Carson's
2: one.
1: Give me Jonathan
2: Goff! Bobby, do you, uh, do you have another player you want to go with? Antonio Pierce. Bobby, you got one player right. It is Antonio Pierce. He did have 12 tackles. That was, what did my chart say? Week 14, 2008. The other was, I was genuinely shocked about this one. I couldn't believe it was actually real. It was former Giants safety Michael Thomas back in week 17 oh, wow. of the 2019 season. Michael Thomas had 12 oh solo God. tackles. Like I was like, Wait. Safety. You know Michael why Thomas? I didn't remember that? I
1: usually always remember trivia of games that we've covered in Talking Giants. The last game of the year is annually the one game we don't have to analyze because we don't record a podcast recapping the game because like season's yeah. over. We're just
2: we're on to who's staying, who's being yeah, fired. who's fired. So I found that to be quite fascinating. I was even at that game, so that's what really confused me that I don't remember. Uh, that game, but either way, Michael Thomas is in the Giants history book, and I and I, and I like Michael Thomas as a yeah, we like Michael
1: Thomas, good I special got one- team player, made a great uh, game, make made a great third down stop in Daniel Jones' debut versus the Bucs. Yeah,
2: Michael Thomas, I, I I do miss him at times, I got ball, one Pro Bowler for the New York Giants, Michael Thomas. <laughs> that was even more crazy. So that I know was- all this Michael Thomas trivia except for the Michael <laughs> Thomas oh, trivia. And then I got one last question: What was the last time the Giants won in Philadelphia? Twenty. Fourteen,
0: I think I'm, I think 20, 2012.
2: You both were one year off. It was right in the middle of 2013. 2013 uh, okay. 2013. I was intrigued by that because, you know, that's a house of horrors. Yeah. All right. Fantasy draft. Second to last of the year.
1: Uh, I have set the record for points so far. Uh, Danny will be picking him first. You had the best week last week with 42.9 points. You're 76 points back. So, you, Danny, you're kind of out of this, but it, it would be respectable to try and make it a little closer. I'll be picking second after a thirty-one point outing. I am still in first place with six hundred fourteen points. And then Justin's in second J- justin's in second place. And after his oh, I'm gonna be cute and pick Johnny Woods. Well, he's twenty five <laughs> points back. He's not out of it. Now this this he's this competition is far from over. We know damn well you can get twenty five points up in almost one game. Sometimes one game, especially in a weirdo game like this. Um but he is twenty-five points back after a nineteen-point outing. Any, any, any words, Justin, with the, about your Genoani Woods pick? You, you, like got Bill Belichick, where it's like, oh, I'm, I'm so much smarter, everyone. Where it's like, no, that was actually just a bad decision, Bill.
0: Listen, you go, <laughs> you, you, you go one for three. This is your
1: Matt, Patricia, Joe, Judge co-offensive <laughs> coordinator, right?
0: Move. You go one for three,
1: and you're still a Hall of Fame player. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think that was Jelani Wood's stats. One catch for three yards. Exactly, yeah. All right, Danny, you have the first pick. This is a very weird uh, uh, weird, weird uh, week because we don't know who's going to be playing fully,
2: who's not. Danny, who is your first pick? I just noticed one side of my head just looks horrible right now, but it always looks like that. Uh, I'm going A.J. Brown. I don't know what Saquon's going to be doing this week, how much he'll play, if he even plays at all. I'm still trying to be respectable in this competition, and I believe A.J. Brown is the best option to go with here because A.J. Brown... Still has been producing even with uh Gardner Minshew as his quarterback. Last week he literally had nineteen points, week before that sixteen points. And when he played the Giants, he had seventeen points. So I mean AJ Brown just gets points. And uh, I don't see why that would not continue this week because I I'm still convinced there will be some well obviously we all know there'll be rest of people. It's just how much we'll keep players like Dory, Xavier like that play. So this is kind of like a flow of the game type thing.
1: I think Hertz is going to be a little safer this week. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go Miles Sanders.
2: Okay.
1: You know, you don't know what Hertz is going to look like. Uh, uh, you know, Adore could be back. I'm going. To, I'm going to go Miles Sanders. I'm just going to go safe and pick running back Justin. Who do you got? Back to back picks here.
0: All right, he went Miles Sanders, AJ Brown. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go Richie James. If Tyrod Taylor plays, then. That was a connection that was very, very strong in camp. Um, the Richie Pre-season James touchdown to too. That's the a Richie great James point. to a Tyrod Taylor connection was very, very strong. That's a great and point. I'm going to go Devontae Smith mm-hmm. as well in the in the come around. I think Devontae Smith has had. Uh, I think statistically, I don't know what the last few weeks has been like for him, but he's made some jaw dropping plays, and it really looks like he's kind of coming into his own. So give me Devontae Smith.
1: I like it. Uh, I'm going to go a guy again. Like you said, Devon, like Jalen Hurts might be a little safer with the ball. So what is what is a guy who's being a little safer with the ball going to do? He's going to check down. And I'm going to take a guy that I love to punch in the face in South Dakota. People forget I punched this guy in South Dakota. Knocked him out. Sucker punched his ass, to be honest. Totally, totally dirty. But I'm going Dallas Goddard with my second pick. Four for five on Eagles picks.
2: It's mm. so unfortunate. You guys don't
1: That's believe. There. Danny, who do you got? You got back to back picks, Richie James.
2: Uh That's true me and Danny. I don't mean, believe. the next logical place to go here is man. Man, oh man, oh man.
1: You can't think logic with this next pick, man. There should be a right, never mind. Go ahead. Well, I mean like I I'm I'm
2: going receiver here. I am. Yeah it's just more of a question of am I feeling Quez Watkins or Did you have back-to-back picks you know I do I oh well why am I why am I driving all, all right so time? then just um, take
0: both of the players so, so that so, so, so
2: I will take Isaiah Hodgins I will take him go. I completely forgot I do have back-to-back picks here that is how this works and you know there you what go, Danny. you know what I'm gonna do it damn it no don't do it I'm Come doing on. it I'm doing it I'm not I want this man on my team I'm taking Boston yeah. Uh, Boston Scott. I had I
1: Boston Scott. I was like, I'm going to get Boston Scott I'll let
2: him. I'm, I'm letting him slip through the cracks. I was wondering where Boston Scott would go, and I realized this is the perfect time, because I got nothing to lose by taking Boston Scott, whether he scores a touchdown or not. I'm confident with the two guys I have. Let's have fun with it. Give me Boston Scott. I would have taken Dallas Scott. Justin should be thanking you right now, because I was getting ready to take
1: Boston Scott, and I would have won the championship <laughs> off of Boston Scott. <laughs> um, it would have been, been a little role reversal. Alright, so uh, I'm just gonna take the next giant
0: This is a tough one.
1: I don't
2: think it's difficult.
1: Screw it, I'm gonna go Matt Burita. I don't I don't know what type of like Slayton is very capable of the two catch I mean it last like two catches, you know, eighteen yards. I I am gonna go Matt Burita. That,
2: that that was that was someone I was genuinely considering as well.
1: Like this is off my big board. I had Slayton ahead of him on my big board, but I'm gonna go with Matt Breida. So Justin, you have the la- uh, your last two picks. Are we still in the third round? What's our what's our rule on you can, trading you can, away players? You can this next pick you can trade away.
0: Alright, I'm gonna draft Saquon Barkley because I think if I could trade away the player. I think you're player, wasting
1: a pick here, to be honest.
0: But if I could trade away the player, then I'll just pick somebody else up who's gonna you know but then I'll I'll get the
2: handcuff right here. I'm gonna take Gary Brightwell. Wow. I don't hate that pick as much as I I thought I would have.
0: Because I'm getting the handcuff here. You know, if I draft Saquon, he's inactive. I trade away Saquon Barkley. I have Gary Brightwell. And then whoever is not taken in this final round, I will acquire them. And, you know. What if Matt Breida
1: gets, like, all the carries over Brightwell?
0: I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're, if if they're going to give, like, let's say the Giants get their way down to the goal line. I think it'll be Gary Brightwell
1: in the game. Yeah. Okay. I just don't okay. think Saquon's gonna play. If I'm he does, go,
0: if he does, I have him.
1: But you're getting, but you could have got, but you're going you could have got the guy that I'm taking right now, Darius Slayton. Okay. Then I'll, I will. All right. Then enjoy your, you know, your three catch, forty-five yard game. That's a solid seven point five points for my last pick. Um, in a week where we don't. Worry. I'll have
0: a, I'll have a guy who, if he plays, he
2: will do well. But he's not gonna play, Danny. You have the last pick. I, I don't remember hearing his name. Was Quez Watkins taken?
1: No, you got it. It
2: wasn't okay. But there's a part of me that did want to take someone else, but I'm not going to.
1: You this it, the tight
2: you could see them wrestling Daniel Bellinger. Or you could see him playing 100% of the snap. Oh, like, it that's was a tough one. It was a Daniel Bellinger I was questioning. Who was I, it going to be? I, I was really questioning taking Kenny Galladay because this will be his last fantasy draft. But I'm going to stick with Quez Watkins. You could take him. Okay, this is not well. Kenny Galladay's last fantasy draft. Oh, well, I mean, the last one, we would generally consider him taking it. Up. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> hey, you never know, man.
2: If have got to figure out, when was the last Kenny Galladay.
1: When was the last time he was picked? It was probably the Eagles game, because remember, it was like, oh, he's going to play the Eagles versus the Eagles. It might have been, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll find it out right, out right now.
2: And he just um, needs 76 catches, and then he'll get a nice little incentive bonus. So just throw him the ball constantly. Yeah, that was
1: a pretty funny tweet I saw Uh <laughs> They did. All right, so the recap. Danny has A.J. Brown, Isaiah Hodgins, Boston Scott, and Quez Watkins. I have Miles Sanders, Dallas Goddard, Matt Breida, and Darius Slayton. Justin has Richard James, Devontae Smith, Saquon Barkley, and Gary Brightwell. So take for example, was Daniel Bellinger
0: drafted? No. No. no? smack my mic. I, if, if Saquon Barkley sits, I'm picking up Daniel Bellinger, and I feel great about that. That was my plan. Quality.
2: Quality. Okay. That the last point.
1: time that Galladay was picked was the Texans game, so oh, we didn't God. even take him for that Eagles game. That oh wow, that is who surprising. Who picked him for the Texans game? Wasn't you did Danny? I know <laughs> who picked him. In <laughs> fact, and then the last time he was picked before then was Week Four. You know who picked him? Wasn't Danny? <laughs> and then I picked him Week Three versus the Cowboys.
0: And then I picked him Week One. I think I think I picked him and Tony Week One. <laughs>
1: no, I picked him second. I took him second pick Week One.
2: Wow. Oh, okay. Oh God.
1: Uh, you had, you did have Tony with your first pick week one though. Oh, yeah. tough. Yeah. Didn't Tony, Robert Woods, Daniel Bellinger, and Wandale Robinson. Didn't take Saquon. All right. <laughs> giant factors. All right. Factors. Giant factors. Danny, who is your, uh, giant factor for week 18?
2: So I'm breaking the rules. I'm going to, but you'll understand why. Uh, first one, well, it will be, it will be Tyrod Taylor. I'm taking here. I'm taking Tyrod Taylor as my giant factor. Cause he's going to play. First time
1: we mentioned the guy who's probably going to start a quarterback. In a
2: <laughs> <pod>. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. Cause Tyrod Taylor is going to play. If they don't sit Daniel Jones, then I respect them just uh, not caring. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, go out there, and just just ball, just be you. You're you're a quality quarterback. You could be started on probably some uh, a team in the NFL. You could start on the Texans for you easily. They could easily start the Texans, but they're like, hey, let's go, Davis Mills. So Tyrod Taylor, go out there, ball, make a little name for yourself. Have a have a fun game, play out there, have fun because I think you can have some fun with this Eagles team. And then the other player, I don't know why I'm feeling it. I'm just taking Jihad Ward for jokes. Uh, I feel like Jihad Ward's got to have some contract incentive in there. So I believe he'll get that. He also has added sacks since uh, the tie against Washington. And so Jihad Ward, go out there and get a sack. You've gone long stretches without a, st- a sack. So I want to I wanna see a, a Jihad Ward sack because I love his celebration he does. Because I just find Jihad, Jihad Ward to be a cool player. And maybe if we win, maybe we got a new Jihad Ward song. Maybe, but I might be pushing it. My giant factor... I have
1: someone written down that
2: I might change it last
1: second, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say you know screw it. I'm gonna say Adoree Jackson Adoree Jackson like we haven't seen you since since that Texans game you know since the last time Kenny Galdi was picked in the fantasy draft that was the last time that uh you know you were you were uh, you, you were playing for the New York Giants actually no he played in the Lions I'm tripping right now but nonetheless Adoree Jackson we need you for the playoffs you are essentially you are close to the most important player on our defense you know like i think the pass rush as just a whole is the most important but one individual player i really think it's you adora jackson so go out there knock the rust off and get ready to face justin jefferson in a huge playoff game that the giants will win justin who is your giant factor for this game
0: my giant factor this is the last time that it would somewhat make sense to give him this giant factor. Kenny Galladay. I don't Woo! know how <laughs> I don't know Go! how many snaps he's going to get. He could get two, he could get ten, he can get twenty, or he can get thirty. If you can do something, that would be fantastic. This would be the funniest. Game, if he were to catch a touchdown pass, man, some people's wet dream. Tyrod Taylor to Kenny Galladay last week of the season against the Philadelphia Eagles. Go out there and be a giant factor, man, because you will have zero opportunity to do it any other time in a Giants uniform. That's even if the coaching staff even wants you out there
1: in a meaningless game against the Eagles. Yeah, you could very well see, like, Marcus Johnson getting this, like all the snaps. Uh, if he scores a touchdown, it will be... It, it probably will be the funniest touchdown oh. in NFL history. Whiffies. like because you know, like the, the the not the crowd because it's the Eagles, but like the sidelines gonna go like it's gonna be like
2: like they're the sideline they is go going nuts?
1: to go hundred oh, percent nuts if these
2: scores a touchdown will they? Yeah. It was it was funny last night. Uh, I for some reason I was on YouTube and Bobby's Kenny Galladay film breakdown. The moment he signed, popped it shows up, for up me. all the
1: time. I think it's because it's and, like our biggest
2: one, and, and it's just so funny. Just hear the excitement in Bobby's voice. Not everyone was excited at the signing. Most oh, people I loved, were. I'm I assuming. loved the signing of Kenny. Galladay. And then here we are, year two. What a time to be alive.
1: No touchdowns. Like it's oh, yes. ah, Kenny Galladay. It's it's been weird. I, I I'm interested to see what, if he even has a career after this. All right. Last spread picks that count versus. This. So this is this is the it. Like the fantasy draft is not over. We'll do spread the you know, the playoff spread picks, but this is what the record is for who wins spread picks this year. But first, who is it brought to us by Danny King?
2: Oh, I mean for a very meaningful week of spread picks they are brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Your first day
1: legally being able to gamble.
2: I know. Don't even get me started on that. I am so excited to use this promo code, which I'll tell you in a minute because DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is my go-to when betting on the NFL this post-season is it because the same game parlays i don't know i'm excited to use it fast and easy payouts i'm excited for that as well player prop options there's so much stuff a lot on the line this week i don't know where to go with it but right now new customers can bet just five dollars on any nfl team to win their game and get 150 dollars in free bets if they do Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. You go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big, and who doesn't love to win big? So, right now, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use promo code WORLD, W-O-R-L-D WORLD, Place a $5 bet. Versus the world. That's how you remember it. Talking Giants versus the world. All you need to know. All you need to know because you guys got to place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code WORLD, W O R L D. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Can you please see the show notes for details? See the show notes for details. All right, spread picks.
1: In last place, last year's champion, who was like a, like a very deserving champion, Danny King at sixty and sixty nine. He's uh, went three and four last week. Nice. I have a lot. I have a lot. I have a lot to play for this week. I, I want to
2: beat the listeners. That, you have got to beat goal. the listeners.
1: Like we got to put the listeners in their place, right? They yeah, went six. I no they're sixty one and sixty eight after a four and three week last week, and after myself and Justin both finishing three and four last week. We are at 63 and 65. So, one, I just want to win this in general. Like, right? But I honestly, more so than beating Justin, I just want to finish over 500 over the year. Because, like, if you finish over 500 be- betting the spread, like, you know, you know, ball. Like, that is, that is, if you, if you can go bet eight games a year against the spread, you know, ball if you can go over 500. You know, they say 60% is sharp. Um, So, uh, I'm very excited uh, about this this week so I'll be I'll be paying attention to it big time this week Justin I will too yeah electric all right we got we got this two Saturday games Chiefs at Raiders plus nine and a half the listeners represented by CeeLo goons he's not a goblin he's a goons (laughs) are going Chiefs minus nine and a half I'm also going Chiefs minus nine and a half it's the last game of the year I'm sure that whole Raiders locker room hates Josh McDaniel uh and the Chiefs are playing for the one seed, question mark? Question mark. I got the Chiefs, nine, minus nine and a half. Justin, who do you got?
2: Danny, who do you got? I think I'm trying to guarantee uh, my my $5 bet here turning into $150. So I, I think I'm going to rock the Chiefs here. Uh, rock that money line. to. But I'll be taking the Chiefs points, but that's I think what I'll be rocking just to guarantee I, I get some money. As I say that, I probably will lose, but that's besides the point. Justin. Raiders have played in
0: close games like every single game this season. They are not getting beaten by nine and a half points. They are covering. Patrick Graham has sh- has shut down Patrick Mahomes before people forget. Give me the Chiefs. Uh, give me the Raiders. They're going to cover this. You know, plus, I,
2: I just read the Raiders are actually 8-8 eight and eight against the spread. The Chiefs are 5-11. and 11. Raiders are going to cover this.
0: They, they they lost to the 49ers last week by three.
2: True true that.
1: They lost oh, thirty-seven points. <laughs> but, you know,
2: and <laughs> they only lost by
1: three. The other Saturday night game, the winner of the AFC South. This is going to be a great Unbelievable. game. Titans at Jags minus six. Who do you got in this one, Justin? Jags minus six. Yeah, as much as I wanted to go Titans because the Titans played, you know, like they like they didn't they didn't get totally blown out by the Cowboys last week. But the Jags beat the Titans with Ryan Tannehill pretty handedly. The Jags are just the better team, and I think Week eighteen is like I just picked the team that's gonna win to cover the spread. Like I, I'm not even bothering the spread except for maybe one pick this week. Um, so I'm gonna go Jags minus six as well. What about you, Danny?
2: I'm also gonna go the Jags because the Titans have some dude named Josh Dobbs starting at quarterback. Tennessee Uh, legend it'll be a little better this week than he was last week but not enough to keep it close with the Jaguars who are on as the kids say fire the listeners are going Titans plus six so uh you know Danny
1: might be able to tie it going into Sunday uh and then next game Jets at Dolphins plus one the Dolphins are still playing for a chance at the playoffs who do you have in this one Danny
2: who in is starting for the the Dolphins at quarterback? Is that I don't think we know that yet, right? Teddy, oh, oh, do we, we don't do, do you, oh, it's, does it's, Thompson, not know? it's The Thompson dude. It's the
0: Thompson dude. That's, no. is it going to be Thompson? Oh, uh, Danny, do you, do you know what happened in Miami
1: the other day?
2: Well, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater broke his finger. <laughs> do you know who's on the team? Does Mike Lennon, dude.
1: Come on. Oh
2: my god. I remember reading that because Mike McDaniel said they signed to because of his name was Mike uh that's a give me the jets i'm not rocking with that loser ever again give whoa, me the jets whoa you're a backup qb guy yeah, come I, on. I i gave that man a chance and he just absolutely made our lives miserable last year i can't even support him his first start
1: for for the jets was versus the dolphins I, i'm gonna go dolphins plus one uh i think the jets are just like they're checked out uh dolphins I, i'm 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 probably gonna regret this but i am gonna go dolphins plus one what about you justin Dolphins big losing
0: streak. Give me the Jets. They're gonna win an irrelevant game
2: and Keep maybe make the spirits the playoffs.
0: high heading into next year. Hey, Listeners are
2: going Jets as well. Maybe a playoff berth for the Jets, depending on what happens. Yeah. No, they're I, they're they're eliminated. The Jets are eliminated. Well, no, no. I mean, if the scenario happens where another team gets added, they might an be eighth seed. Oh, there yeah. might be uneliminated. We'll see. Figure it out. Uh, Browns at Steelers minus two and a half. The
1: Steelers' record is eight and eight, so this is the easiest pick of the week for me. I am going Steelers minus two and a half. The Mike Tomlin streak does not end. It does not end. Justin, do you agree that it does not end?
0: Yeah, I I agree. Um, the Browns are just bad. I they they might have a quarterback problem.
1: <coughs> Dude, wouldn't that be the funniest thing ever? It's like they did all that, went through all that fire for it, and it's like Watson just sucks now.
2: I would. Oh. That I could cry tears. Of Danny, joy. who do <sighs> you got? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to go with Bobby's logic here. The Steelers, my Tomlin just is allergic to under five hundred, and I think that continues this week. Yep, and the listeners agree. Clean sweep for the Steelers.
1: Patriots at Bills minus six and a half. Uh, usually, this is easy. Like the Bills just lately have just blown out the Patriots, unless there's you know that that horrible snow game uh obviously there's other circumstances but i'm still gonna go bills they're just the Patriots' offense is too stinky i'm going i'm going bills minus six and a half they're gonna do it for hamlin what about you Danny? are you circling the wagons
2: yeah i have to circle the wagons because the game's in buffalo after everything that happened how the energy of the crowd i mean it's just the, the bills are gonna win and i think they're gonna win big because the like you said patriots are kind of mediocre even though the bills are not the best against the spread
1: listeners are going bills justin are you going against uh a good story I'm going against a good story. Oh, Jesus. There we go. There we go. I thought about it too. I did, I really did. Ravens at Bengals minus seven. The Ravens are playing to you know keep their playoff spot. Um but Lamar like is Lamar just like done with the Ravens? Like supposedly he's not like rehabbing the, like with them. Like I've heard like weird rumors out of there. I'm going Bengals minus seven.
2: Is, is Even though is... they're
1: probably a little distracted after the Hamlet stuff too, but not as much. But I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna go Bengals minus seven. What about you, uh, Danny? Is not this game technically for the AFC North? I don't know how that's working out. That I think it is. Compete. It might be for the AFC. No. North. Oh, Ravens, the Ravens' lose? record's no. not that good.
0: No, the Ravens lost, so they, was, they needed
2: to it, win last week to stay. It was stay something with last week. It was It was weird. Uh, Dude, it's, it's get, so
0: shitty, Danny. I'm sorry. It's so shitty that the Ravens, like the Ravens, were like my Super Bowl pick, partially because they had such an easy second half schedule, and they already beat the Bengals earlier in the year. So really, this Bengals game with Lamar, if if this was with Lamar Jackson in the lineup. This would be like the only second half game that's difficult for the Ravens. They would have won every other game. They just would have needed to win this game, and then they literally they could have had like the number one seed in the AFC. But Lamar got hurt. Danny, I'm sorry.
2: No, you're fine. Uh, yeah, Lamar Jackson not being there is just detrimental to this team. I don't know I, whether it's Snoop Huntley or whatever the heck his name is these days, and uh, or whoever's backing up uh, Tyler Huntley. Uh, I just don't know who got, how the Braves could win. <laughs> So give me the Bengals. They could cover though, Justin. So who are you going? Is your Super Bowl favorite going
1: into the playoffs? Ravens cover. There we go. If, the I'm, listen- if I'm gonna if I'm gonna lose, I'm losing in a blaze of glory this week. The listeners agree with you. That's not a, that's not even a tough pick. Like that was, or that's not like a wild pick. Cowboys at Commanders plus seven. Who do you have in this one, Justin? Cowboys. Sam Howell, the Cowboys. QB. Sam Howell, I, 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 that's the only reason I hate that this game's at the same time as the Giants. I wanted to see Sam Howell play. Danny, who do you got? Yeah, Justin said the reason Sam Howell's like a QB for the Commanders, so Cowboys minus seven. Listeners agree. I don't. I'm going Commanders plus seven. It's the Cowboys. It's the end of the season. This is gonna be like a three point game that the Cowboys are gonna win. And then for a playoff spot, I'm really hoping the Seahawks lose so that this is for a win and end. I'm not actually. You know what? I don't want Geno Smith going to the playoffs. I still irrationally don't like you. Um, Lions at Packers minus four and a half. Who do you
2: have in this one, Danny? This is going to be so exciting. The Packers are eight and eight, and they're also eight and eight against the spread. The Lions are also eight and eight, but they're 11 and five against the spread. Whether the Seahawks lose or win, Detroit, I think, is going to come out there and give it their all against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. You know, they're getting hot at the right time. Dan Campbell's coming for them kneecaps. Give me the Lions plus four and a half. Justin.
1: Is this a primetime game? Yes, NF no, football. It's gonna be close. Give me the lions to cover. I got the Packers minus four and a half. The listeners also have the Packers minus four and a half. So for me and Justin, I just want to do quick what picks we have difference. I've got Chiefs, you got Raiders. I got Dolphins, you got Jets. I got Bills, you got Patriots, I got Bengals, you got me Me and you disagree on one, two, three, four. Five, six out of the eight games. Now, yep. what usually happens is we'll go three and three in those games, um, but we'll we'll see. But if if we tie, I would rather like when people said with the commanders they'd rather lose than tie. That's not true. But this, I would rather lose than tie. Like I don't want to tie. No, um, the, I agree. The,
0: that's why I, that's why I wanted to get. I, I was hoping that we would pick a lot of different games because I wanna I want to have
1: a clear winner and a clear loser. Why don't we? How about this, Justin? Off air, we will pick the rest of the games. I'll send it to you. We'll pick them, and that will be the tiebreaker. Who finishes the better record in those games? I like that. We will do that. Okay, so I will send that to you off air. I'm guaranteeing to win a week for me this week, guaranteeing. All right, Danny King.
2: Who is? What is your score prediction versus Giants Eagles? Like, I feel bad for for like saying the Giants are going to lose because I just think they they will. Like in the end of the day, the Eagles are like they're not as good as they were when we first played them, but like the Giants should probably be benching a lot of people. Uh, I think the Giants will lose. Not, I don't want to say as close of a game as, as much of a blow as last time. I'm going to say the Eagles will hit thirty. I'm going to I'm going to believe it's Tyrod to get the Giants to seventeen points this week. I believe in Tyrod Taylor to get that ability. As much as I hate picking against them against the Eagles, I just don't see the Giants risking everything for when they have a realistic shot in the playoffs Justin what is your prediction for the final
1: regular season game of the season
0: I want to see the DraftKings line the DraftKings line has Eagles minus 14 27-17 Eagles win Giants cover
1: well boys it's been a fun regular season listeners we truly love you we truly love you but guess what We've got one more game to win. But there's some people who have been listening for a long time. They're like, Bobby, there's something that you usually do once a year, right? Usually you're miserable. Well, guess what? I'm doing it because I'm happy and we're resting our starters. They're like, Is Bobby about to predict a loss? Hell no, I ain't. But the Giants are going to win two to zero versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh. We will see you on Monday recapping the game and getting you ready for the playoffs we appreciate you guys we'll see you then enjoy your weekend enjoy the final regular season game of the year until then let's go big blue